Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. Hi folks and welcome back to the Primal Canadians podcast. In spite of everything that's going on out in the world today, it's a very exciting time as uh, spring is in the air. It's true. I was in my garden just the other day and I noticed underneath the ice there's some plants starting to peek out. There's some grass threatening to turn green any day now. We got some moss starting to grow and it, it's it. It is springtime, even though it's still sometimes kind of cold. Yeah, absolutely. The snow is mo- pretty much melted and the rivers are flowing and cleaning up. Yeah, it's it's an amazing time of year. It's actually one of my favorite times of year because suddenly I don't have to wear shoes again. So awesome. Yeah, and, and the reason we want to talk about barefoot today is, uh, well, it's spring and it's probably the best time to do it. And uh, we, it's probably the most primal thing we can do. It's probably the most primal thing we've talked about well that's an exaggeration but it's one of the more primal things we've talked about on here that one can do as a regular practice so we wanted to come back and talk about uh going barefoot again and how you can benefit and why perhaps you would want to try yeah totally i mean it's i it's been a lot quite a while since i got a time for any decent length barefoot walk in uh, because it's been winter and it's been cold and yeah. it's kind of hard to walk with no shoes on when it's minus 30 but yeah. um it's super important and it's super it it really changed my life uh, yeah. walking without shoes and it's changing a lot of people's lives you know yeah. people are getting into the the minimalist shoes the barefoot styles yeah and uh, it's really causing a lot of very powerful things for a lot of people yeah and i think now with all the interesting things going on around us in the world we got to be in contact with the earth below our feet yeah, more yeah. than usual. We got to ground out some of that chaotic, fearful energy and Absolutely. connect with the source a little bit. It's primal and vital. Yeah. And even, you know, like we talk a lot about walking barefoot and we try to walk barefoot, but really going barefoot can be as much as like when you get home, take your and you take your shoes off, remove your socks as well and let your feet actually touch the ground touch your flooring because there's a lot of proprioception happening on the soles of your feet and uh if you if you can just go barefoot walking around the house or sitting at home it's going to have a huge effect as well on uh on your body and your your brain and and interacting with your environment grounding you and calming you totally um it's People think I'm nuts when I start talking about it, and it's it's really interesting. Although a couple few weeks ago, when uh, traveling was still not as big of a problem as it is now, yeah, uh, I was on Vancouver Island, yeah. and it's shocking the number of people I saw without shoes on. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It's like not even abnormal out there, right? And they're all pretty laid back, chilled, happy people. Yeah, and I'm thinking, you know, are they? walking barefoot because they're that kind of person or are they that kind of person because they're walking barefoot Mm. it's an interesting dichotomy and i think it's a little bit of both yeah but it's just a really fascinating thing how society has told us you gotta wear shoes it's illegal to go into places without shoes right yeah yeah. although i was in the grocery store a couple months ago and i didn't wear shoes and nobody stopped me yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i think i've done it a few times and (laughs) 
going into places where it's uh it's uh how should we say this it? is not socially acceptable to be barefoot yeah but nobody <laughs> lot, says a lot, anything a lot of times you don't notice yeah i mean they're just feet yeah you know, you're just walking around the strangest thing is when i visit people and uh, i ha have to put socks on before i go into their house because i don't want the dirty bottoms of my feet to yeah. make a mess <laughs> right so do you go do you wear no socks inside your shoes no, in my shoes I wear socks because yeah. I don't okay. want. I yeah, my shoes are dangerous places. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair Smell enough. wise and stuff. Yeah. Stuff. yeah, I always wear socks inside my shoes, but yeah, when I'm barefoot outside, I mm -hmm. bare, just bare skin against the ground. Of course, yeah. Well, you mentioned traveling, and something came to me. Um, driving in the car, like traveling by car, um, is actually another great time to go barefoot when you're sitting when you're just sitting in the car. Like you don't really need shoes for that. You can pull off your shoes like summertime. I do it all the time, like wearing sandals and stuff. It's easy. I just I just kick them off. And I recently started doing it through the winter as well. Like if I sit into the car for an extended uh, amount of time, you know, if I go on a road trip or drive to a different city, something like that, I remove my shoes. My feet are just so much more comfortable. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. It's an important thing to note for our audience that technically in most places that's illegal. Oh, is it? But. It's absolutely a good place to go barefoot. It's it's illegal to drive barefoot. To drive without shoes on. It's uh, I don't know. Maybe I've heard that actually. I can't remember exactly. But I remember it from my old truck driving days. Lots of us used to drive barefoot because yeah. we were we were in the truck fourteen, fifteen hours okay. at a time. We didn't need shoes for that. Uh, yeah, but well, they always warned us, like make sure you keep a pair of shoes tucked beside your seat. So that if you get stopped, you can throw them on. Yeah. yeah, it might have something to do with you not taking off your shoes so they don't get stuck under the brake. So that's a real life caution that I would yeah. uh, that I would <laughs> warn you of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess whatever. I'll 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 risk the ticket or risk yeah. or risk putting them on while the officer walks up. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think it had, the root of that law is it's something like if you don't have shoes on, you lose grip on the pedals or something, and you could theoretically lose control, but personally i feel like i have better grip on the pedals when i can actually feel them under my feet absolutely and you don't have these big clunkers on that make you hit the gas pedal when you're switching over to hit the brake yeah exactly so i mean that that's a law i'm very willing to break yeah <laughs> uh, but it's something to note you know yeah if 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 anybody stops you you didn't hear it from us yeah okay yeah <laughs> well yeah and i mean i i think it's powerful i think it's absolutely powerful because um I mean, when you're sitting in the car, there's not a lot of air movement for your feet too. So it's, I think it's a great time to be out of your shoes. Uh, but it's not the only time where you can go barefoot. Exactly. There's tons of times. And you should be going barefoot. Like now more than ever. You're spending more time at home than you ever have before. Yeah. And I bet you at least some of you are still wearing shoes. Yeah. Like why? Don't put your shoes on in the morning. Like yeah. there's there's many of you out there that have been home for four or five days in a row. You shouldn't have had shoes on for yeah. the last four or five days. Right. Yeah. And if you're one of those people and you're not wearing shoes for a change, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. Note it. Like check in with yourself. How how are your joints feeling? Yeah. Are your knees less sore than usual? Do you have less yeah. back pain than usual? Um, yeah. I know for me, like I. I was at some events over the winter where I had to wear shoes. Yeah. I, mean, you just, I had to. I was on stage rules, speaking. Yeah. And okay. it's just like, I mean, there's a certain level of professionalism you have to maintain. And yeah. I'm not quite at the level in my career yet where I can get away with taking the stage barefoot. Yeah. Um, so I would wear shoes for a couple of days at a time. And I noticed something very interesting. Mm -hmm. 
I had knee surgery in late September. Yeah. And it's recovered remarkably well. Yeah. Much better than most people who have that surgery. But the days that I wore shoes, it got very sore. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, not just a little bit sore, but, like, Mm -hmm. really noticeably sore. I even seen extra swelling in it come up. Yeah. The days I haven't been haven't worn shoes. Yeah. None of that. It's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, you know, like there's a few issues with wearing shoes and and taking away the proprioception and you know blocking off your connection to the ground is uh, is a big deal. But also having to lift up a boot, I th- I think that's really hard on on your you know you're structurally not built to to lift stuff with your ankle or with your foot. Yeah. Right. Like think about picking up like. A dumbbell with your with your foot like you can do it and it might make you strong to do it but it's not it's not a functional thing to do and it's not but essentially that's what you're doing with when you're wearing shoes all the time because your foot your foot is constantly flexing up at having to pick up that weight and and yeah if you have like a knee that's that's recovering or a knee that's weak or sore um, that can be a lot of extra stress on on those joints having to do that totally well and it changes the biomechanics of your foot yeah entirely yeah. like when mm-hmm. you when you walk around with shoes on that have hard soles or if they have a heel it's even yeah. worse you you almost always strike first with your heel yeah like you'll take a step and your heel will land and you'll roll across your foot and you'll lift up off the ball of your yeah. foot that is the opposite of the way your foot is supposed to work mm-hmm. you're supposed to step down onto the ball of your foot and your heel like most of the time barely even touches the ground yeah, like it, it touches it and goes a little much, bit yeah but that's it it's not intended to take a, a, a strike like that yeah that's why you have that at the back of your ankle you have that achilles tendon that is the shock absorber for your whole mm-hmm, body mm-hmm. but and if the, you and strike, the spring to lift you up again yeah but if you heel strike it can't do its job yeah and a few things happen from that that all that that shock has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It goes into your knee and then into your hip and into your low back. To your spine, and yeah. And it comes up as spinal issues. It comes up as uh, back pain, joint pain, like all kinds of yeah. things come out of that. But the other thing that happens is your Achilles tendon doesn't get stretched properly. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't have an opportunity to flex and to work and to be used the way it's supposed yeah. to. So it starts to lose... Uh, it lose flexibility yeah. it starts to get a little bit less strong yeah and it it just it causes a lot of problems well yeah think about all the different muscles that aren't working because there's a lot of different muscles and there's a lot of different things going on in the foot and when you're you're striking with the ball of your feet and then coming down with the rest of your foot there's there's a lot of um aside from the proprioception a lot of like muscular activity going on you know to move the foot Whereas if you're striking with the heel, now you're just taking impact through your bones and your your foot has to like, the, the muscles there kind of have to like counteract all this stuff that really shouldn't be happening as opposed to adapting to what's outside. Totally. And when, when the muscles work the way they're supposed to, they strengthen up the way they're supposed to and then you get, you, you have less soreness in your feet, you have yep. less soreness in your toes, you have... Yep. Like there's all you have less shin splints you have yeah. less tight calves you have less hamstring problems yeah although you know hamstring problems can come from other issues like sitting too much but a lot of those lower body 
uh, problems can go away. Um, and as much as you may be surprised, a lot of upper body problems like neck problems, shoulder problems, uh, those those are so much tied in with um, with with the ankle and foot problems that are go- uh, things that are going on. Because think about it, if your if your ankle is collapsed, that's the foundation. Um, if your ankles collapse, then your knee and your hip will sort their way out and somehow will try and sort the way out somehow. But it's really quite impossible to have uh, great or you know perfect. I don't know if perfect is possible, but like to have you know 100% posture above that above your ankles if your ankles and your foot are collapsed yeah totally if your foundation is crooked the rest of it is crooked yeah you know your body's you gonna do whatever it correct. can to keep your eyes level with the horizon yeah even if that means going completely out of whack yeah and it all starts at your feet yeah it's an important thing and mm-hmm. i mean it's it, it's a, it, it's just i don't know why people have this aversion to to having bare feet yeah well i mean it's there, I think there's a few reasons. A lot of it is cultural trends and marketing purposes and, and, and you know, social acceptance. You know, like as you said, when you're, you go on, spa- on stage, it's, exp- it's, a, it's a matter of professionalism or it's expected of you yeah. to wear shoes. Well, uh, I actually want to talk a little bit about doing this in the gym. Like uh, most gym, I'm pretty sure all gyms are going to expect you to wear shoes. They want you to wear shoes. Um, well, probably for safety purposes, in case you drop something on your toe, which it would hurt a little bit less, I suppose. Um, so I can see like sometimes to some degree why you'd want to enforce it for people to wear it. But if you go into a gym and you don't go into the weight section, you go into certain areas like stretching, warm up kind of places. It's probably okay to remove your shoes for that part. Yeah, well, and I mean, check with your gym too. Like, don't just assume that you have to wear shoes. Yeah. You know, maybe they're okay with it. You yeah. Just, you never know, right? Yeah. You can use your bare hands on their equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or yeah. Or make make it. Don't ask if you can, because you'll probably get a no. But if you ask it in a different type of way, like, uh, what areas of the shoe? What areas of the gym can I go without shoes, or can I use the the foam rollers slash stretching area um, without my shoes. I always wear them in the squat rack or weights, whatever, to make them feel comfortable. But, you know, if there's like, you know, a, a separate area where you can stretch or especially when you go to because a lot of gyms have, you know, rooms to do classes. And if you go into those classes like a yoga class, they probably ask you to remove your shoes. If you do any type of other uh, fi- a class like a especially if it's calisthenic body weight kind of stuff and you're not using weights, I'm sure it's perfectly acceptable to not wear shoes. So, so try and look for those ways to uh, free the feet and get them out of the shoes. Yeah, totally. And, you know, maybe don't even bother asking. You yeah, know, if it depends on a, who you are. There's that. not a sign that says you have to wear your shoes. Like, just don't wear your shoes yeah. and see if anybody says anything. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that would be my way of doing it. I, most people would disagree with how i do stuff but i'll 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 just you know if i want to or try it then i'll try it and if they think it's obviously you know you're you're you you'll be more cautious because you have bare feet you'll watch so you don't stub your toes in the corner of a bench and so on but if people don't like it then they can come and tell me and then i'll put my shoes on yeah exactly and i mean there's definitely times when being barefoot is actually a little more dangerous like i mean if you're at a 
a boxing gym or something like mm-hmm. that. You've got to be able to pivot really easily on your yeah. with the balls of your feet. Yeah, Sho- wearing shoes is probably beneficial. Yeah, um, I uh, I strongly believe that the whole reason I tore my ACL was because I did a sideways kick with no shoes on on a rubber floor, uh, and bare yeah. feet have an incredible amount of grip on yeah, yeah. rubber floors on any surface. Actually, it's right. shocking how much grip your feet have a lot of friction well yeah a lot of friction and your your toes move differently and dig into things differently and you have remarkable traction without shoes yeah but when i did this kick i came around from the side and instead of pivoting my foot locked to the ground and my knee pivoted instead Uh, so i mean there's you got to be you got to be intelligent about when you don't wear shoes and when you do yeah so important well said but remember that i mean wearing them all the time just because it's the thing you're supposed to do is kind of stupid yeah it, it's it's not good you're you're inhibiting a lot of development a massive amount of development by putting shoes on and being now that i say it this way it, you'll know that it's probably most important to in your younger days uh, especially for kids to not have shoes yeah totally. for babies like it's they make baby shoes and you can put shoes on babies why does a baby need shoes? Yeah, exactly. They just let them let them run around barefoot. Yeah. Let their let their feet, feet stick out. If they're cold, put something on. But you don't need to conform them to shoes because that's that's very unnatural and unhealthy. Yeah. For for uh, babies and children. Totally. It's. I mean, everything about modern shoes is just bad for your feet. Yeah. It's just there's a, a trend that's been going on for the last few decades of bunion removal. Oh yes. Where like on the yeah. side of your big toe where they the, cut it out. The the bone starts to stick out. And mm-hmm. a lot of people see it and they're like, "Oh, I mean, for one thing, it gets really uncomfortable when you put shoes on." Yeah. And the bone sticks out and they see it and they're like, "Oh, why is the bone sticking out on the side of my mm-hmm. foot?" And they think it's like a, a the bone is growing more yeah, yeah. for some reason. Well, I did a little bit of research on it cuz I was having that problem. Like I had yeah. a big lump on the side of my foot. And I looked into it, and it's not actually the bone growing or anything like that. It's that your toes are, are shifted direction. out of alignment. Yep. yep. And it's making it look like mm-hmm. it's sticking out. And then when you put shoes on, it's rubbing more because the shoes are what's initially pushing your toe out of yep. alignment anyway. And it's like it's causing all these problems. Since I stopped wearing shoes, that lump on the side of my feet has gone away. Wow. And you didn't need surgery. I didn't need and you surgery. Didn't need you didn't to do need anything nothing. crazy. It was a simple solution. Yeah, and it took time. Like yeah. it definitely took time. Right. But it's gone away. That's that's still. I mean, it's still quite fascinating because often I think, uh, probably all, most of the time, we overlook something that's simple as being too simple as not being effective. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it actually that something that significant like a bunion uh, shifted for you. From not wearing shoes like that's <clears throat> that says a lot yeah but i mean what like my theory on it is like if shoes cause the problem Get rid lack of, the shoes. of shoes could solve the problem yeah uh, and i mean it's not to say that you have to not wear shoes completely there are yeah. some really interesting options out right. there this 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 talk is is about uh the importance of not wearing shoes um so putting shoes on sometimes it has to happen and pretty much all it has to happen almost every day actually there's reasons where we need to wear shoes 
Um, but you also need to understand the importance of being barefoot. Yeah. There's, there's so many powerful things that if, if we started researching them and listing them and, and coming up with them, we still probably in a few hours couldn't touch all of the benefits and the reasons to go barefoot. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just, it's so powerful and so beneficial and it's changed my life in so many ways. Yeah. It's really quite fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like what are, what are some more tips or strategies for, I guess it's just finding ways to get your shoes off. Yeah. yeah, I mean really finding ways to get your shoes off. And for me, it's like, even when I do have to wear shoes, I wear shoes. I mean, I, it's calling them shoes is maybe a stretch, but I wear Mm -hmm. Crocs all the time. Yeah. Like that's pretty much if I'm not barefoot or in my work boots, I'm in Crocs. Yeah. Cause I mean, my work boots when I'm at work it's important. I'm mm-hmm. outside around heavy objects and stuff. It's, it's got to protect my feet. Yeah. That's the number one priority. But yeah. when I wear my Crocs, for one thing, my feet can move around pretty much naturally all the time. Yeah. And it's super easy to take them off. Yeah. So if I'm at a, an event or something and I'm going to be sitting there for the whole day, mm-hmm. I'll just kick them off and tuck them under my chair. Yeah. And nobody really cares that much or even seems to notice that much. Yeah. And They're it's light. just like, yeah. Yeah. So it maybe they look ridiculous, but like find shoes, even if you wear flip flops, I don't mm-hmm. tend to like flip flops because they make your toes do some weird things as you yeah. move. But if, if you're going to put something on your feet, put something like that, that's easy to take off. Yes. So and that, light. Yeah. Yeah. And super light so that you can take them off uh, readily. Yeah. And also I think very important um, if you have to uh, wear footwear, change it out like if you have to spend a whole day uh kind of thing in shoes have have two or three pairs and rotate them because it makes a huge difference on your on your feet um i don't know maybe you're already doing this and you know the power of it if you never have try it and you're going to notice how much less tired you get how much less less wear is happening and how much better your foot and your whole body feels just from from shifting them around yeah totally Um, I mean, one of the other things is to don't get in the habit of having uh, things on your feet when you're home. Yeah. You know, I I know quite a few people who have a pair of shoes that they change into when they get home. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're my indoor shoes. They're clean. It's like, well, just don't wear them. Like scrap that. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Use them for outdoor shoes. And just like stay in the habit of keeping your feet unencumbered as much as you can. Yeah. If you have the financial means, get yourself a set of barefoot shoes. Yeah. I mean, there's some remarkable companies now making these lightweight, high flexibility Mm -hmm. shoes that are the closest thing you can get to not having shoes on while you still have shoes on. Yeah. Um, They wear out super fast and they're very expensive, but Mm -hmm. they're worth it. The thing is, if you don't wear shoes that often anyway then they're not going to wear out so fast. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, then you, they can just be as one of the things that you switch out on once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Even, even as, as amazing as they are, still switch them out. Like totally. If, if you have to um, be out, you know, if, if there's something that requires you to wear these shoes, say you're you're running on a trail, you're spending time on a trail where you have to protect your skin or whatever it might be, and you have minimalist shoes still change out those minimalist shoes for a different type of light runners to uh, uh to help your foot yeah for sure and um 
that might be a good solution to if you have a gym that has a shoe policy. Yeah, well, they're technically shoes. They, yeah, they're shoes. There's there's a lot of people that wear those in gyms now. Um, I've never heard that they're not um, that they're not accepted or they don't uh, they're not good enough as shoes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just can't say enough good things. If you haven't heard our other episodes on barefoot walking, go back and listen to them because yeah. they're it's fascinating stuff and it like it's a lot easier than you expect. Yeah. Now, I remember when I first started walking outdoors barefoot, mm-hmm. I was actually quite nervous. Yeah. Because, I mean, you, well, I mean, I almost died as a result of a cut in the bottom of my foot when I was like 14. Right, yeah. So the thought of getting a cut in the bottom of my foot was really frightening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I sort of eased into walking around outside barefoot, you start to realize that because you're barefoot, you become so much more aware mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the environment around you yeah. that you're not going to let yourself step on something sharp. Yeah. And if you do, you feel it like this. It's neat. I notice when I put my foot down on something that it shouldn't be on, I notice right away. Yeah. And I don't even get to the point of letting my body weight yeah. come down on that foot. It's just like, Oh, there's something sharp there. And I move my foot before I step yeah. down. Yeah. Um, I've never once tripped while I was barefoot. Right. Yeah. I trip all the time when I'm wearing shoes. Yeah. Huh. Just because you feel you feel yeah. things and you're aware of things and it connects you to the environment. Yeah. It's just a lot easier than you think. Yeah. There's something about going barefoot. I, uh, I, I, I know we talked about it on our first episode, but it's important to touch on it again. The first time you go barefoot, it's going to feel uncomfortable and it might even be painful. You know, you go out um we've talked lots about walking barefoot on rocks i think it's the most powerful and the most primal um way to um connect uh, and also rehabilitate yourself if you have any uh problems in your in your bodies is walking on stones or in some types of rocks while if you're walking on stone it, it actually often is uncomfortable the first time you do it it might actually even hurt or be painful but just go slow, move with yourself and allow your body to interpret that and, and sort it out. And after a little while, it'll, it'll, it'll go away and it'll feel a lot better. Yeah, it actually starts to feel nice. Yeah. You know, like if you're walking, especially on larger rocks, mm-hmm. I find like if you're talking about roundish river rocks in like the three to yeah. eight inch range. Yeah. When you step on them, it, at first it feels painful, but then you get used to it and you sort of relax your feet and yeah. ease into it. And it starts to feel like a foot massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all those little muscles that are that are in the feet and all that that tissue, and it, it has to learn how to interact with that environment because it's been shut off and it doesn't know how to interact. It doesn't know how to flex and form and everything that it needs to 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 do it effectively without without getting the pain signals, without sending pain signals to the brain. So yeah, just. Like I've had so many people tell me, they're like, oh, I can't go barefoot. It hurts my feet. <clears throat> it's like, well, just go through those first 10 minutes. Because you know, like the first time I did it, I remember when I was a kid, we had a lot of rocks outside, like like graveled kind of thing. And uh, the first time we'd go barefoot, it, it hurt. You'd, yeah. you'd step onto the rocks and it was like, ouch. Like, but But, you know, you're a kid and that doesn't stop you. So you take another step and slowly you... You get across these rocks and after a short amount of time you're actually comfortably walking because your foot knows how to interact and and integrate with this environment and you know by the end of the day or especially by the end of summer you're just running all out on environment that 
on, on rocks or on gravel that was uh, difficult to walk, to take a step on at first. Totally. I mean, a lot of the pain is not because it's actually painful. It's just that your feet aren't used to it. Yeah. You know, most people don't have a lot of callus on the bottom of their feet mm-hmm. because they don't walk barefoot that yeah. often. It hasn't, their body hasn't, doesn't grow that kind of callus. But really, that's what calluses on your feet are there for. They're natural shoes. It's your natural soles. Yeah. Um, But yeah, once once you get used to it and once your feet start to learn to move and flex with the environment, it becomes very comfortable and quite nice. So if you're thinking about giving it a try, I might suggest that you go for a walk and bring your shoes with you. Yeah. But don't put them on. Yeah. You know, walk, go as far as you can without them. Yeah. And then if you get to a point where it's like, yeah, okay, my feet are mm-hmm. a little tender because I'm not used to this, then yeah. yeah, throw your shoes on and come home. Yeah. But try to push through that initial discomfort and try yeah. to really learn to enjoy it because it really is wonderful what it can do for you. Yeah, yeah, it's so powerful. And really, you don't you also don't probably have to go right to the max at first like go and take them off on grass. Yeah. Grass is always soft and comfortable and you're getting a lot of uh a lot of stimulation and interaction with your soles to the ground like start there spend a, spend a few a few minutes it's like almost do a warm-up on on like soft grass and then try and venture a little bit further yeah like yeah or if you're you know if you walk somewhere where there's paved pathways just walk beside them yeah because it's usually grass beside them yeah yeah so you're good so and, you and can sorry i was going to say and paved probably isn't all the best anyways for you because it's a it's not as natural an environment as 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 rocks and grass so it's if you can walking beside the pavement is probably better totally and i mean really the very best place to walk barefoot is on dirt trails oh yeah it seems a little counterintuitive because they're usually quite rough and Mm -hmm. hilly and it's it's odd terrain yeah but that's what humans are meant to walk yeah. on like we've been walking on that for eons yeah and it feels so good yeah and you get everything you get the dirt the ground you get roots yeah. rocks leaves yeah and it teaches you to be a little bit careful about what routes you take where you're stepping you know, and where yeah. you step and when you're going down a steep muddy hill mm-hmm. and you think about it a little bit more than just tearing off down the hill yeah but once you get used to it it's it's amazing for one thing how much traction you have and how much control you have and how comfortable it can be and how much less tiring walking is yeah i can do nine ten kilometers with no shoes on if i would go with my shoes on i start to notice after five six kilometers that i've been walking for a while yeah yeah you know and it's not that it's tiring but i definitely notice Mm -hmm. well you'd also have a lot more core interaction with your because you, you're, you're taking your steps differently. You're, some are wider, some are longer, shorter, whatever. Uh, you're use, you'd be using your core a lot more differently when you're interacting with the ground that much. So, yeah, absolutely. So you're not going to be fatiguing as much because you're distributing the, the, lo- the, the, the load a lot more among your, mus- uh, your muscles. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's just so many reasons to do it. So this spring, as the snow melts and the ice goes away, I mean, I know it's kind of hard while it's still cold out. I get that. But as you're able to, take your shoes off more. Get your feet in the sand. You know you know that amazing feeling of walking on the beach in warm sand? Mm-hmm. 
that starts to become walking in general. Yeah. When you're used to walking without your feet, without your shoes, without your feet, that would be quite the thing. (laughs) (laughs) But like the whole world can have that nice, warm, comfortable feeling. Yeah. When you get used to not wearing your shoes, like it's just a wonderful thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just take small steps, do a little bit more than you did last week, a little bit better than you did last season, you know, uh, like any little thing that you can do today that's going to improve in some way is going to be uh the farm like the most effective and and the easiest anything that you can integrate into your into your uh routine um that it's not like a huge disruption is going to be something that will stay with you longer and you'll benefit for the most and the longest totally yeah i i can't agree more it's just like just try it ease into it give it a shot you're gonna really enjoy it i guarantee yeah. and uh if it's not if it doesn't become a daily habit for you so be it just make yeah. sure that it, for at least a portion of the day mm-hmm. you take your shoes off like try try to make sure that in any given day you have shoes on for a longer length of time or off for yeah. a longer length of time than you have them on yeah i think that's a great place to start yeah and really really like more importantly than anything probably uh keep your kids out like teach this to your kids and keep your kids out of out of your shoes as much as you can because this is when the this is when the body is really learning and this is when it's most uh fundamental and most important uh for your foot to have interaction to the ground yeah like that's the thing their muscles and joints are just now forming yeah just getting used to how to move so if they get used to moving with shoes on their muscles are going to become deformed yep and it's just it's not what you want in the long run it's going to cause back problems and all kinds of other issues yeah yeah you want you want to be healthy athletic uh, feeling good and that's probably the one of them easily one of the most important steps uh towards achieving that yes exactly so i mean right now with this time of physical distancing and all the virus and stuff you're spending way more time at home anyway like gets get used to ditching your shoes and freeing your feet yeah and as we move back into whatever the new normal of the world looks like try to make that new normal include less shoes totally it's one great way to expand your perception and not feel so overwhelmed about what's uh what's actually going on out there totally and you know what else you'll save a fortune on shoes absolutely yes i mean i haven't had to buy a new pair of shoes now for like three years yeah because i hardly ever wear them amazing so the ones i have last and yeah great great way to save money yeah save money save back pain save you you'll save money on tylenol and advil for your pain yeah you'll save money down the line for on the problems that you're not creating anymore yeah you'll just try it and then head over to facebook.com forward slash the primal canadians and let us know on that page what it's how what it's been like for you i'd love to hear some stories about you guys going out for a long walk without shoes and experiencing what it's like uh, yeah, we totally love hearing that kind of stuff and getting some interaction. And uh, really, I think this is like the most important part of our brain is, is going barefoot. Like there's so many primal things that there are. There's so many primal things that we talk about. But but this one is one that's like just so important to us is going barefoot and uh, the importance of it and the power of just doing it. Yeah, totally. It's It's by far the most primal thing I do yeah and uh it's it's so amazing in so many different ways i can't 
I, I just encourage you so much to give it a try. Yeah, awesome. I think um, we've been talking a bit more about making a national barefoot day. I think that's something that we should uh, put on our calendars and start practicing and putting it out there. Yeah, the great shoe removement. The great shoe removement. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a movement. This is a re-movement. Yeah. <laughs> yes, maybe first day of spring or something. National yeah. barefoot day. It's too late for that. It's already spring. Well, we'll, we'll hit it in 2021. <laughs> yeah. But for, for, for now, let's just make 2020 the summer of bare feet. Yeah, I love that. All right. right send, us, send us a picture of uh, your barefoot walk or barefoot playing activity. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And uh, yeah, so take your shoes off, kick back, and until next time. Keep it primal. Tune in next time for more Primal Conversations.